the biggest waste of space on a microgreens seed label is... Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Micah Greens Podcast, episode 47. Sorry for a little bit of tease right there, but this is just one question that I get all the time, whether it's an email or a message from the website, is, are my seeds non-GMO? For some reason, that gets me worked up. I don't. I just don't know why. It really shouldn't bother me. I guess a lot of it's because I think it's common sense to myself, but that doesn't mean it should be common sense to everybody. And I probably should put a big banner right on the website that says, all my seeds are non-GMO, but I just can't do it. I just think it's such a waste of space. Just like on a seed bag, I had to put GMO free on the bag. It just, I, I just knew I had to do it. I mean, even take a look at all the seed ads. Everyone has to put non-GMO seeds. Our seeds are non-GMO. Maybe it just works me up because it's another thing that the media has driven into us. They just go on and on about something and they just make the everyday consumer have to ask, like gluten. Seems like every label, no matter what the food product is, has to say no gluten, gluten-free. I think at some point we all need to take responsibility for the food we eat and know where it comes from, right? Butter does not have gluten in it. Water does not have gluten in it. We don't need to put gluten-free on our water bottles. I feel that same way about non-GMO, what a GMO seed is. And I'm not even going to get into the whole discussion of what GMO seeds are and if they're good, if they're bad, if they're indifferent. That's not the purpose of this podcast is to discuss GMO seeds. It's just to get across the fact that all microgreen seeds are non-GMO. In the United States, there's only 11 GMO food products, and then there's some in other countries. And I'm going to go over all these here really quick in a minute. And if you want to go to the show notes at homemicrogreens.com forward slash four seven, I'll take you to the show notes and I'll actually have links to some of these websites and, and documents. And I may even have a document that you can download about GMO seeds for the purpose of saying that there's no microgreens that are GMO. First off, I just want to start with the common sense stuff. So... I just don't understand why anyone would think that we would sell GMO seeds to so densely on our seed trays. I mean, it costs a lot of money to develop a GMO seed. As a matter of fact, I looked it up. It costs on average, and this is actually from 2004 to 2022, on average, $115 million just to develop the seed. That's not to grow the crops and not to distribute the seeds. That is the cost of the pure science to develop these seeds, not to grow them in bulk, to sell them, just to develop the seed, just to put the gene, GMO seeds, you're splicing genes into the DNA. It just costs $15 million to develop the science, much less do the science. The point is, you're, I'm not going to be able to sell a pound of GMO broccoli seed for sixteen ninety nine. It's just not going to happen. And that's if I could even afford the license to buy a GMO seed. And that goes without saying that in order to sell a GMO seed, I'd have to be licensed by the company that produced the GMO. Then I'd have to get you to sign documents saying that you're not going to grow those plants to maturity and reuse the seeds from the plants you've grown. 
Remember, remember that big case where that farmer went to jail because he uh, saved his GMO. I forget what the crop was. I think it was corn. He saved his GMO corn and then planted it the next year. And Monsanto went after him and basically took his house, took his land, took his farm, took everything. Not because they hated the guy, but because they wanted to make a point. They didn't want anyone else to do this. They wanted to show the world that, hey, we are in charge. This is our plants. This is our seeds. He signed a contract. There's no saving them. You got to buy seed from us again year after year after year. No saving, no replanting. Okay, money aside, what would be the advantage of selling GMO seeds as microgreens? The purpose of developing a GMO seed is so that you can either spray pesticides or herbicides over the top of them so that you can easily weed the field for more production. Or they splice a gene into the seed that grows in the plant so that they are resistant to certain viruses and mosaic viruses. For apples, they develop an apple so that the flesh does not turn brown. It stays white longer. So what advantage would I have of selling a more expensive seed to someone that's not going to be doing any of those things to the plant? I just, you know, just doesn't seem to make sense to me. And I know I'm ranting here. I get it. I'm sorry. I don't really mean to rant. It's just, just doesn't make much sense to me. And I know, I guess maybe why I'm ranting is because I just don't want to put the words non-GMO seeds on my website. I just think it's a given, unnecessary, but I know I need to do it. So, all right, let's get back onto this. Why, why we don't have to worry about buying GMO seeds for microgreen seeds. There are 11 varieties. Varieties? Species? Varieties? There are 11 different types of seed that are sold as GMO in the United States. These are corn, soybean, cotton, potato, papaya, summer squash, canola, alfalfa, mainly for cattle feed. I think all for cattle feed. Apples, sugar beets, just not to eat for sugar, not to eat as beets, but as sugar. And one more, the old pink pineapple. I don't know what a pink pineapple is, but there's GMO pink pineapples. I'll have a PDF download that talks about the GMO crops in the United States in the show notes. Again, it's homemakergreens.com forward slash four seven. They'll get you to the show notes and then you can have the download for this little uh, PDF that's put out of uh, the GMO crops in the United States. Now, outside the United States, there's a few more types of seed that are sold as GMO. These include eggplant. Tomato, rapeseed, which I always thought was canola anyways, rice, plum, flax, and safflower. I did hear that there's no wheat. I know there's no wheat GMO seed sold in the United States. There is mixed information on the internet. Some say that there is a GMO wheat and it comes. it's sold in Argentina. And it's really not for pesticides. It's more for drought. I'm not sure. And I've also heard about sweet pepper and the cauliflower variety that have GMO, again, I don't even know what to call them, GMO varieties that are GMO that have genetically modified organisms inside the DNA of the regular plant. I mean, that's what a GMO is. So the only plant in the whole list that could possibly be used as a, it can't even be really used as a microgreen because it grows so short and tight, would be alfalfa, more as a sprout. But from what I read, all that alfalfa is just sold to be used for cattle feed. So the good news is you don't have to worry about buying GMO microgreen seeds. No one in their right mind is going to sell seeds to the public that is GMO. They're not going to pay for a license to sell the seed. They're not going to ask the customer to sign a contract that they won't save the seeds. And they're not going to sell a seed that costs a lot more money than a regular broccoli seed or a red cabbage seed. It just doesn't make any financial sense. 
And then to top it all off, there just are not any varieties of microgreens that are GMO. And I'm sure anyone that's listening to this podcast already knows all this information. I'm preaching to the choir here. But eventually I will expand this podcast into an article about the difference between a non-GMO and a GMO seed. And then I'll probably discuss what an heirloom seed is. Not that that's really a thing. It's not like someone puts a sword over on a seed's shoulder and knights it and says, you are now an heirloom seed. It's just like, it's an old variety of seed. It's just something that's been around for like 50 years. That's all heirloom means. And then, you know, I'm really going to have to get into what an F1 seed is and that it's not a GMO seed. It's still a selectively bred seed and there's no dangers in them and it's actually beneficial for you to grow them in your garden. But again, not as a microgreen because they cost a lot more money. We're not spreading a whole bunch of uh, F1 broccoli seeds on our broccoli tray because it probably costs about $30 for a tray. But in reality, that's what this show, this podcast, this website is all about. What Home Microgreens is all about is trying to educate people about the food they eat. I know they're more interested that Taylor Swift may be dating a football player rather than where their food comes from. But hey, you know, we, if I just keep working at it, more and more people will be educated. And then I won't have to answer any more emails saying, are my seeds non-GMO? I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'm going to go into the back end of my website now and make sure I put a banner that says my seeds are non-GMO, just so that everyone knows for sure. No, just kidding. No, I probably will do it. I've been fighting the current way too long. Sometimes I just need to turn around and go with the flow. And I believe I mentioned it before, but I'll have several documents linked in a PDF download about GMO crops in the United States and what they are in the show notes. So just go to homemakergreens.com forward slash four seven. And that will take you right to the show notes. Thank you very much for putting up with my rant. I'm glad I got that off my chest. I do feel a little bit better. And I appreciate you listening. If you're still with me, I really appreciate it. And I hope you have the great rest of your day and week. Thank you for listening to the Micah Greens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicagreens.com and say hello. Now, before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing.